one true God. Amen. We as human beings make assumptions about people, about certain ethnic groups, certain races, religions, and even class. An assumption is a judgment that we make about someone else based on minimal proof or even false accusation. Today in the Gospel reading, we see that two categories of people, one of the scribes, the other Jesus' own town folk, make assumptions about Him. Jesus once again is teaching, preaching, and healing the multitude. And the scribes and Jesus' hometown people become very jealous because no one wants to hear what the scribes have to say. The people of Jesus' hometown are probably wondering how come everyone is going and listening to Him? How come God has blessed Him? So this jealousy brings about an assumption about Jesus Christ. They assume that Jesus' healing, teaching, and ministry is directed by a demonic spirit. They didn't have enough proof. They did actually didn't have any proof at all. And it was probably coming from a false accusation somewhere. But they assumed that Jesus was operating His ministry within, through, and by a demonic force. Now Jesus gets extremely frustrated at this situation. He becomes angry and He tells them that you have committed the unforgivable sin, the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Anyone who says that Jesus Christ operates under a demonic spirit, that is a sin that can be never forgiven. It is a sin that can take someone directly into the abyss of darkness. And it does not refer to any other type of sin. You might have rejected God sometime in your life. That's not blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. You might even have cursed Him because of the things that have gone on in your life. That is not blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit deals specifically with saying that Jesus Christ is in the same line as Satan himself. That is an unforgivable sin. And anyone 
who declares that with his or own her own, her heart has committed the unforgivable sin, the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Now all of us, we might not have committed blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, but like the scribes and the hometown people of Jesus, we have made assumptions. We have made assumptions about certain people because of their race, their color, and also their class. We as a people, we as a group of believers who uphold Jesus Christ must understand that when we see people of different races, that we should not assume they are a certain way, they have certain types of intentions, they have certain types of behaviors, they have certain types of dislikes or likes because of their race. God has made all people different to show that He is great. And we are to embrace this difference in our church, in our mission, and in the overall universal church. Because that embrace shows the greatness of God. When we look at someone and we make presuppositions just because they look a certain way. Because our media and our culture has conditioned us to think that way. In fact, it is my belief that we don't think enough. If you think, you won't judge. Because thinking requires us to get to know someone else before we make an assumption, before we make a judgment call. We might look at someone and see that they're driving a Mercedes-Benz. And automatically, what do you and I think? And we've all slipped into this assumption. He's got money. But take a step back. Rather than judging and making assumptions, think for a minute. Think, maybe this man has worked his whole life and finally he has bought this Mercedes. Or rather, he might be leasing it. Or he probably got it for a really good price. Before making an assumption, think. Think about the other person. Before looking at someone who is less wealthy, or maybe even poor. Let us not think that they are in that place because somehow they are irresponsible or they did something wrong. Maybe in their life they had a setback or they had a bad break. So we need to look at people and get to know people before we assume how they are and what they are like. What they are like. When you see someone for the first time and you talk to them, they might have a certain way of talking. They might dress a certain way, but don't ever assume that they are like this or like that. You have to get to know them. And that might take some time. You might have to get to know them by going out to dinner with them. Going out for some coffee and understanding why 
They talk like that. Why? They are like that. When we think of the words divorce, we think that someone is like this or someone is like that. But rather than making a judgment call, rather than making assumptions about someone because something has happened in their life, let us take a step back and get to know the person, get to understand the person. Because we need to know what they have gone through. We, can, we need to know what they are feeling. When you begin to think, when you begin to know someone, then you stop making assumptions, and you stop making judgment calls on people. I remember when I started my parish ministry, a while ago, it's been seven years, eight years counting. And immediately, there were folks that came up to me and said, this person is that, that person is like this. And one of the main things that stood out to me is, people were pointing out to me the alcoholics. This person is an alcoholic. And in my mind, I said to myself, I'm not going to receive that. I am not going to take that and receive that about someone else. Sometimes that person might have gone through things in his life and might be experiencing things in his life. And we as Christians experience and go through things in life and we take upon things that are not good. And in the same way, many others have taken upon things that are not good. But even though those vices are there, they are good people, loving people. In fact, I have found such people to be my allies, to be the most loving, to be the most caring. Jesus loved the sinners. He hated the Pharisees. He hated them. If there was a group of people that he despised and hated, it was the Pharisees because they judged and made assumptions. It was, if there was a group of people that he loved, it was the sinners. He never put them down. He always welcomed them. He said, there's a second chance for you. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Lord, we come before you, knowing that we have made assumptions about people. And we have put down people in front of others, saying that they are like this and they are like that. But we know in our own heart, we are corrupt, we judge, and we assume. And right now we lay down all of the assumptions that we have made about other people, all of the judgments that we have made about others because of their, their race, their class, their orientation, the way they dress, how much money they have or they don't have. We lay that all before you and we ask forgiveness of our sins. And we say, Lord, cleanse us and make us pure. And let us receive your precious body and blood with a pure heart, a welcoming heart, a heart where there is no judgment, nor any assumptions. Amen. As the Father loves His children, hallelujah. So does the Lord love